The following program contains coarse language and nudity. Discretion is advised. So, uh, where... Where's my stress ball? Uh, like here's my stress ball. Oh, stress ball. Where's right stress ball? You, everybody <laughs> got their stress everybody balls? Everybody get their stress balls. <laughs> no, I just create stress balls. Okay. I would use the harmony balls, but they're too loud. Here we go. <laughs> hey there, folks. This is Kristen Williams with another Trans Advocate Podcast. And today, today is Thursday, the day before the Kavanaugh nomination thing. But uh, I have my stress ball. And we have our regular podcast crew, which is... Rob Meg with her stress ball. And Alexis, don't need a stress ball. <laughs> she wins. <laughs> and we are an intergenerational <laughs> podcast. That's a Gen Xer, Millennial, and Baby Boomer? I think so. Yep. But you know... AARP sent their, their <laughs> newsletter out, uh-huh. and one of the things they were pointing out was that the people of my age, oh. mm-hmm. you know, that age group. I don't like when yeah. they, your people. Yeah, yeah you know, your, suddenly, suddenly, your I'm, people. suddenly I'm claiming mm-hmm. them. Yeah. 59% of that group voted in the last midterm election. 59. Yeah, yeah let, let's go with the lower group, the 18 to 28. Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah, I think that no. was somewhere mm-hmm. like 26%. Yep, oh. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm claiming my group right now. I'll we'll, oh, be in 10 minutes. Now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but all those ex-hippies are the ones that are voting for, like, <laughs> ex-gay therapy, rep, you know, people reps in in Congress and, you know, bathroom bill nonsense. No wonder you know? why Willie no, Nelson not the came back it's into it. It's the ones that survived. The ex-hippies oh. <laughs> <laughs> didn't make it there. <laughs> That's the okay. real problem, you know. So, so, I would like to give right now, mm-hmm. like... Uh, two minutes. That's a lot to to deal with the Kavanaugh thing because I think okay. by the time people hear about the, hear our podcast, mm-hmm. uh, the world ha- will have come to an end, and the few people who get our podcast will be like, I am planet. over Kavanaugh. <laughs> uh-huh. I am over all of this. Yeah. So so yeah. let's get it out of the way. Okay. Kavanaugh sucks. Okay. Why? Well. I don't think there was any accusation that had any sucking involved. Uh, I mean, probably there someplace, but I haven't heard that recently. Yes. Now, you know, the, the, the forget about all of the accusation. Honestly, it, it is a he said, she said, whatever. I happen to believe the accuser is sucking. I do too. But his little performance that he did. Yeah, fuck sorry, him. That's not a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, fuck him. And, right. and you know, it's like everything else. It could be 100% his favor when you get up and you start to become belligerent and you try to bully. Right, That's right. just what we've been trying to prevent is the bullying. Right. Uh-huh. And it's the bullying and the attitude. I'm like, no. Now, mm-hmm. does that play well with our president? I suspect it does because it's sure. sort of like the president does. There's mm-hmm. a weird, very ugly gif going around where their faces morph into one another. Trump's <laughs> oh, and God, that would puke automatically. It's a little, it's I a little never too see timely that. for Halloween. Yeah. And... um. But yeah, there's a lot of people drawing that connection between the two of them and and his attitude. Uh, it's bringing out all the people who have similar attitudes mm-hmm. to him. So it's it's interesting what it's bringing up. Yeah, I, I will say that I've had to take a break from Facebook mm-hmm. for the past oh three days or so. I've mm-hmm. just not been visiting people's streams or anything because yep. somehow or another a certain segment of the population who thinks, you know, 
if if boys are rapists, then you know they're just being boys. They somehow wind up in my stream, and um, you know, are those real humans or are those those robots? No, I I think that Do they you know are them? real humans. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm I just wondering if you have like direct I, relationships with them. I just yeah. you know, I I don't want to watch. Yeah, I I don't, and I I. This this past couple of weeks has been tough. You know, mm-hmm. there's been part of me that's been riveted to watching this drama unfold, yeah. and because I know what the stakes are, yeah. I know what the stakes are, and what, on top of that, I you? know, like, what does it mean for you? Because a lot of people are really okay. held in this, like, like the testimonies, okay. right? Mm-hmm. But why do you care? Okay, uh, Survivor here, sure. sure. Um, and uh, you know it 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 sucks on a deep level to see people malign survivors who tell their stories mm-hmm. or joke about that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Um, but on another level, I'm concerned about my rights, right. my community's rights, right. uh, 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 minority rights, right. the rights of women, abortion rights, mm-hmm. body autonomy rights. This would be a life workplace sentence. rights. Mm-hmm. I, you know, all the things I care about mm-hmm. for myself and the mm-hmm. people that I love in my community. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, is riding on this right fucking rapist. Right, and here we are again, bringing up sexual problems. Let's say before someone is appointed to a seat you know i mean which is similar to trump we all knew he was a pussy grabber before he got elected yeah like, he it told was all, us exactly it who was he was all over the media yeah. and you, you know, know as weird as this sounds that's better to me than kavanaugh's i mm-hmm. mean there anyone who said they didn't know what trump was and a lot oh, of the right. shit he's done yeah they've got to be lying or they weren't paying attention mm-hmm. now, yeah but he's I, coming from the outside yeah he, he, but you know i mean mm-hmm. but he he he, he was Fairly upfront, and then he lied about it, and then he was yeah. upfront, and then He's he lied been a about it. Little I mean, spoiled billionaire, but, but, but it, it wasn't a secret. Allegedly, when you yeah. got there, uh-huh. yeah. Kavanaugh's denying everything. It's uh, been yeah. a secret, etc. That's where I really have a problem. I mean, if he come in and said, you know, I drank too much when I was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, don't do it anymore. Yeah. I, if that happened, I'm very, very sorry. If yeah. You know, I don't remember it. Right, and, like a blackout, you that may not remember. I just, yeah. you know, drank too much when I was young, and yeah. I don't remember it. And sort of, but, say, you but know, he's he knows he's never blacked out. He remembers everything. But, he never mm-hmm. passed out. He may have fallen asleep. He said when he was pushed. <laughs> you know, fuck him. But but right. the thing is, that's not what he said. Right. He took the approach of, she's bad. She's lying. Something may have happened to her, but it wasn't me. She doesn't know who it was. And. And his supporters even went so far as to blame someone else that right. clearly wasn't it. And they named a name, which mm-hmm. right. like, that is just that it, saying that it was somebody else and not mm-hmm. him that looked mm-hmm. like yeah. him. Yeah. Right? But then that, they, they, I think it, that person it, was a teacher. Yeah. yeah. That's horrible. And, and this person. But that person's like, why did I win that lottery? Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and, <laughs> I already had enough going and, and on. That's, <laughs> that's my problem. It's like, so at all costs. Yeah. You know, he will do anything to win. Clamor at all costs. And it's like, no, that that's mm-hmm. not okay for Supreme Court justice. Right. Do I think he will be confirmed? Yep, I do. Because I don't think the Republicans and the three or four Democrats who are thinking about voting for him, you know, have the nerve to stand up for what's right. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, They haven't stood up for what's right since Trump was elected. I don't know why Mm -hmm. they'd start now. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, well, so I, by the time listener, you hear this, hopefully we are mm-hmm. wrong, and that you know, surprise, surprise, everyone did the right thing and didn't put this man on the Supreme Court. And if he did, you know, if they did, then you know, we join in your anger and sorrow and heartache and fear and all of that stuff. And so one of the things that I wanted to talk about in this podcast is, you know, I know I've been dealing with a bunch of shit this past couple of weeks mm-hmm. in the middle of a lot of neat things going on with TFA. Yep. But, you know, like and you were you were at a queer conference yeah that we yeah haven't heard um, about, yeah. Uh, queer media conference mm-hmm. those kinds of things neat things are happening but uh, you know i i want to talk about keeping your perspective like in the middle of all of this in the middle of facing Bring you know l- yep. literally losing everything that we fought for yeah. for decades yeah. you know uh well, and I think this is where I always come back in. Oh, the baby boomer. <laughs> ah, you know, I, I'm like, wait, wait. You youngins, this yeah. ain't nothing. Well, I've been here before. You know, it, it, it's Get the, off my you know, lawn. 17, back in my day. 17 foot of snow uphill both ways. One high hill. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, that made it better. Yeah. And, high heel snowshoes. five pairs to pick from when I get there. No, I'm just kidding. You know, and, 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 you know, the, the thing is. I see yes, how she travels. Yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> there is a video of the cart that has shoes on it at the outside the Unity Bank, but, but we won't talk about that. That video may disappear. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the thing is, we've lost a bunch of stuff that we sort of gained in the last few years. I mean, one of the big problems is that a lot of our gains were executive orders. Mm-hmm. problem with an executive order is another executive can unorder the executive order. Right. Right. It... it they were not pushed through Congress. Okay. And yes, it would have been hard because it was a Republican Congress, but it was still possible. And especially several years ago when we had Democratic Congress in both houses, they mm-hmm. could have gone through. They didn't. But so, they didn't. So, so you know, the, the, yeah, the, the, this was like, you know, your temporary vacation that mm-hmm. we had. Unfortunately, vacation's over. Right. Now, uh-huh. not only is it over, but... You know, we we've come home to things that are even worse Someone than they were beforehand. Down our goddamn house. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it, it's like you know, it, it, that's sort of the analogy. It's like now now we're back to a reality we don't like. Okay, uh-huh. but it's not as bad as say fifty years ago. Okay, because we're still getting all sorts of court rulings in our favor. Okay. I'm really surprised. Yeah. And they are not being overturned by courts of appeal. Mm-hmm. That's uh, true. I mean, we wouldn't have just had that left and right 50 years ago. No. And, and trust me, there were none. <laughs> I mean, there was no left or right. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to get anyone's hopes up because the reality is, you know, if, if some of those good uh, rulings get taken up to the Supreme Court, then we're facing that. Um, most of them aren't going anywhere because... They were not accepted by the Court of Appeals, and they aren't the type of things that the Supreme Court would do a writ of certiorari or anything else. I mean, most of them are pretty solid, and two of the four or five were ruled on by Trump appointees. Mm-hmm. That that was a big surprise. Mm-hmm. And, and, and their thing is that 
the law was pretty clear in their mind and the precedent was pretty clear and that's the way they rule. So we can always hope that some of the judges will be judges. And, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. if it's not really a close decision, they'll go the way they're supposed to. <clears throat> but what that really means is that we need to actually push harder. We need to work harder on getting the things that we want through. But we, we have a foundation because it's sort of been tried. And all of the dire things of like the world will come to an end if you pass this bill that gives right. another group equality. Well, mm -hmm. it didn't come to an end. And we had most of it for a little mm -hmm. while. And so it's a little bit harder to argue that. Mm -hmm. uh, does that mean that things are going to be wonderful? Oh, gosh, no. There's going mm -hmm. to be a whole lot to do. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing is, right now, and, and I really hate saying this, but the people who normally are attacking us are attacking sexual abuse survivors. Yep. And, I mean, and that's sad. I mean, I, I think that is very, very sad. But that's what's happening. So I mean, I was starting to think what will happen when we're not the person being pushed in front of the bus anymore. But, you know, but that's when, the thing. When they can't uh, get that hate juice. Well, that's the thing. You know? It seems like over the past six months or so, it, it seems like something's changed where the focus has been off of bathroom bills and going after the trannies. Even, even it's like, saying, okay, oh, I'm not well, we want to go, we, we want to put kids in cages. We want to have tent cities for kids. We want to, um, you know, we want to laugh at rape survivors, you know, yeah. uh, you know, there's, there's more evil yeah. to do over here. Yeah. And so that's what they're focused on. And, and, you know, that eases it from our side, except for the fact that some of Our population mostly are pretty weird, and that is we believe in equality, period, as opposed to, right. just, as opposed to just equality for me. Right, right. right. We're pretty inclusive. So, so, yeah. Some of us have gotten that term before yeah. it was a hashtag. And, 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 and you know, there's, uh, Lester Holt, NBC News, uh -huh. um, you know, he, about once or twice a year, he does like a tour where he does NBC News from various places around the country. Hmm. Well, he mm -hmm. happens to be in Houston. Oh, right now. Interesting. And so, you know, he's doing news somewhat about Houston or whatever. When he was asked about why he started with Houston this time, uh -huh. and he said, you know, the diversity of Houston is very fascinating. Uh -huh. yep. And he said, it, it's interesting. And unless you've been here, you don't understand what diversity looks like. Mm -hmm. Very fair. This is sort of interesting as very far fair. as a national major news person right. and, and his comments. And it's so, Houston. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, you know, from where we are, mm -hmm. you know, th there's virtually no restaurant. This came up last night when we were talking about some things, some people I was with. There's virtually no restaurant in Houston if I want to go eat. In girl version of me or boy version of me, I won't just go eat. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't expect problems. I don't get problems. Now, you know, there's some places that I wouldn't go eat in either version. Right. <laughs> but right. that's because uh, I'm going right. to have a, a, a right. group of really tough people with me. Mm -hmm. I was going right. to. But that has nothing to do with gender or anything else. Mm -hmm. In general, people in Houston don't care right. unless you get them like in a group rallying and you have right. somebody who's instigating and, and those sorts of things. Right. Uh, I know there's a lot of places where political figures wouldn't be seen around a GOBT or trans group or like that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not Houston. Right. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's just, we're, we're part of the culture. We're part of the political culture. Mm -hmm. They are part of everything we do. So right. I, I see that as something that is different in the last like 20 or 30 years. It's, it's not law. 
we you know we passed the Houston Equal Rights Ordinance and it got thrown out. Uh-huh. And yeah, we were all hurting because of that. Right. But you know, equality hasn't disappeared. Right. Right. In, in fact, if if anything, it's just it's become more of the norm mm-hmm. so that you don't notice it and when something that is a problem mm-hmm. and, and a lot of the problems happen to be in schools and mm-hmm. you know the the you know various school districts when those problems show up they seem horrible because we just we're like why does we this have to be a problem it's mm-hmm. yeah well but then we have like in the governor's race um it became unacceptable to want to do uh, trans bathroom bills. I thought that was really interesting. So you had Lupe and out. Al- is it Lupe or Lu- Lupe? Lupe, I think. Depending Lupe. on who says it. Okay, yeah. so uh, she and he were talking about bathroom bills, and you know, first he sidesteps it. He's like, "Well, you know," the the commenter says, "Well, what about bathroom bills?" And he says, "Well, what about my agenda that includes all these things that have nothing to do with bathroom bills?" Um, says the person who started a special session and cost us a lot of money. Like, I think this is a valid question. Well, okay, but, but, but we need to be real. Dan Patrick wanted a whole bunch of bathroom bills in the special session. Yeah, right. The problem is Dan Patrick. Abbott finally agreed to do one. <clears throat> uh-huh. It was promptly thrown out. Uh-huh. So, you know, is, is, is that what I wish he had done? No. But it's not as bad as it could have been. Yeah, it okay. could have been 10 you know, bathroom bills. Uh-huh. Right. And the special session was actually, for some other law, I forget which one it was, that they really didn't get to and, and needed mm. to get through. And, you know, Patrick started stuffing all this stuff in. So so I look at it, and I I don't see Abbott as being nearly as evil as Patrick is when okay. it comes mm. to this stuff. Okay, all right. Now, is he absolutely great and a wonderful person and no. and our favorite person no, no he really no. isn't no. <laughs> you, know? No. you know okay but. i i interrupted though but like what yeah. so what so oh well so you know he he's talking about oh this is my agenda that agenda or whatever and lupe is like uh, uh look you know this is about <laughs> uh, hate and you know starting uh some sort of legislation act you know, motivated by hate is kind of stupid, and uh, you know we shouldn't be doing that. It's not good. And then the commenter kind of like press Abbott about it, and Abbott's like, "Look, you know, I'm not going to comment on a fictitious bill on whether I'd sign it. I'm just saying that you know what the, I'm focused on safety. I'm you know." He tried to have it both ways, basically. Uh-huh. He, he's uh-huh. like, I'm for safety, uh-huh. which is the, the bullshit that right. bathroom bills are always wrapped in. Right. You know, supposed safety Protect concerns. the binary at all costs. And, um, and, and but he, he wouldn't say, you know, bathroom bill. He wouldn't just come out and say, you know, I'll take a look at a bathroom bill if it mm-hmm. crosses my desk. He wasn't willing to no. say that on no. national, on, on television, which is... A huge step forward. And in fact, in this last, you know, six months, just across the nation, the number of bathroom bills that have been coming forward just, it seems like it's dying down. You know, there was there for, it seems like the first of last year or the last year, it seemed like every month there was one or two popping Mm -hmm. up here and there. But it, it's not like that right now. Right. Even North Carolina had a a change around mm-hmm. right and and you know and again the courts have been finding them unconstitutional right right which, and, and these are not extremely liberal courts that are right. finding that i mean it's some of the 
conservative jurisdictions, which yeah, I, I find very promising. Uh-huh. I, I think Abbott someplace in there said that, you know, he, he's really not interested in pushing any bathroom bills or anything like that in, somewhere in that whole thing. Hmm. The, I, the there's quote there's says, an article being passed yeah. around that says that. I yeah, I don't, I don't recall him saying specifically something like that. He said something to the effect of, I'm not interested in, um, you know, hypothetical bills, um, you know, signing half hypothetical bills. I, because I, I did watch that part, but I don't know if he said later on yeah, and something. I don't, I don't know where it was. I was just, I've seen a couple or three articles mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that quote him, but they quote him slightly different, but it's yeah. you know, gotcha. the same thing, yeah. essentially. Well, it's and, great that hate isn't the norm. You know, I mean, we're sitting in a very different place than we were this time last year, coming out of a special session, out of a disaster of Harvey, you know, and, uh, and, and, you know. And it's interesting that that's the way we seem to be coming out, which I think is a good place. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that you have to defend the fact that you want to attack the trans community if that's mm-hmm. what you want. I mean, right. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like, fine, make it right. an upfront issue. Yeah. We've never been able to get that into the top, you know, half yeah, or e- three quarters even, before. Even people like the, um, what is the county judge? Uh, Emmett? Emmett. So, you mm-hmm. know, Emmett, he's a Republican, and he, there's zero interest in any tra- anti-trans nonsense, right. um, you know, st- Strauss, um, you know, uh, who currently is still Speaker of the House. Until yeah. The new so, House you know, uh, there there were a lot of Republican Texas Republicans. Um, and I think there's there tends to be kind of a libertarian streak through some Texas Republicans. Now, I'm not really including uh, Cruz in that. <laughs> uh, Cruz is a very much a D.C. Republican. Yeah. Uh, see, see, he's in the group that I don't consider Republican. They're over there <laughs> way, way, way to the right of Republicans. Well, if you watch all his commercials around the news time, he, he, did, he did everything. He was so loving to us during Harvey. Absolutely. He, just, yeah. he really he was, cares. He was swimming through the yeah, world. Yeah, he's just the people on his back. He's almost romantic. I feel like I like to and, pop some and, popcorn know, and sit right there and just be like, I, I little Teddy. That's what I call him after these commercials. Yeah, and, and I keep thinking I must have missed that when it was happening. Yeah, right. You know, I, I saw like Andrew White, who was yeah. know, a primary uh, person running for governor. I saw him out there and he showed up on the news a few times uh, with people in his boat. Art Acevedo, like literally digging people out, saying, "Please don't come on the highway Absolutely. in the in the and, moment." And, and, and after, away for twenty four yeah. hours a day, seven days a yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. I saw Jeff going like, "Well, here's the damn deal. Like the damn, like like some of you are about to get flooded. I just have to come out with it, and, and that's going to happen. And then and then we're going to move on. Not like, my fault. What are we going to do? Know. Yeah. And, and then Emmett's like, there. Well, finally, what, some Emmett like sort honesty. Of says, yeah, what Jeff. Said. Jeff said, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." I love how they were, they were like cutting the mayor off during some of that stuff. For to go, and back to Jeff, like what's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, actually, like what, what, <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
So yeah, it's a thing. But, but I, I don't remember. I don't remember little Teddy being involved. I don't remember. Yeah, that. no. Mm-mm. And, and you know what's interesting? I do remember Sheila Jackson Lee. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. yeah. She was running around getting people food. Yes. And, yes. and you know, was extending literally the, beating up FEMA. Extending the food, the food support. <laughs> oh my God, that was crucial yeah. when they when they gave out food support for a very limited time, and we we're going to run right. out of it. Oh and, my gosh. And then Sheila showed up and wasn't <laughs> quiet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, no. And, but, but as you said, I just don't remember. I don't remember little Raphael. Teddy. I, I mean, I, re- I remember uh, him on a milk carton picture. You know, <laughs> oh, that's missing right. That was Ted going Cruz. around. Yeah. It was a milk carton I'd, with his I'd face on it I'd love to get a meeting missing. with the, our representative. He's never in yeah. his office, although he be, has one gotta, right here in Houston. you got to be careful what Houston. Indivisible might do. Yeah, he's, he, he, he lives hilarious. in Houston, does he? Doesn't he? I don't know. Well... Um, so, okay. Uh, you know, I, from this point forward, I don't want to talk about Kavanaugh. Okay. I want to leave that in the dust. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, who, what? Yeah. No. You know, it, it's, no I, more, I no am more happy space. that, I, I you know, the, no comment, more space. Okay. You know, the, the Democrats are, have already started alibying for why it's okay for him to be confirmed. They're sort of like, well, we can always, oh, God we, damn it. We can impeach him, et cetera. And, don't count on it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Just saying. No. So, okay. So, okay, moving so on. this point forward. But what what I am jazzed about, what I'm really jazzed about is, A, you have until October 9th mm-hmm. to get your voter registration in. Mm-hmm. And can, early voting. Can, can I explain something a little differently? Sure. You only have until October 9th to get your voter only. registration in. That's right. That's not very far away. And if you haven't done it by now... You really God damn need it, to be do pushed. It. Do it, do it, do it now, do it today, do it right now. Go download the form, fill it out, put it in the mail. Go do it. Make this your your one thing that you do today that you get done. Do it. And if you're hearing this after October 9th, still do it. Just do it. <laughs> That's for next year. Exactly. And they'll probably it. in tech if you're in Texas, there's probably gonna be a dozen Yeah, it's not uh, like you're gonna stop elections voting. between now and then. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Do it. Yeah. Just do it. And and, and and early voting starts at the end of the month. I think mm-hmm. the twenty second. Twentieth, I thought, but it may be the twenty second. Uh, yeah. But but one of the things is that Texas has had 440,000 new voters register. Uh-huh. So obviously that's it's a, the end thing to do. Uh-huh. Now, I was jokingly saying that the next problem is that of those 440,000, I figure we'll get like seven people show up at the polls. <laughs> Yeah, yeah the, the tough thing is you actually have to show up and vote, and it's not that tough. It's I think there's a lot of well, uh, like scariness about yeah, it. One of the things that I've been pushing people to do, and <laughs> we've done this in the past. In fact, I give Dana uh, credit for for the doing 22nd, this. Twenty second. Oh, twenty second. October twenty second. So, so that was a Robin's right, Alexis wrong. No, 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 no. I'm good with no, that. No, no, no. We were just we were just confirming. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I'm I'm keeping score. Let me yeah. write that down. <laughs> exactly. There we go. Challenge. Yeah. And so you know, I have to make up questions next time. Yeah, that, good that idea. I will know the answer to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So one of the things that we're doing, and and I'm suggesting lots of the various activist groups do this too, and that is, pick a day during early voting. Get a bunch of friends together, go have lunch and vote. Mm-hmm. And you can do it in either order. If it's for lunch, if it's for dinner, go vote and then have dinner. Absolutely. And. Uh, a few years ago, one of the people with the HDGA group suggested they all show up, and instead of a meeting, they go have 
to go vote and then go have something to eat dinner wise and mm-hmm. they did that and I think that is an that excellent is idea. Fantastic. Yeah. And, yeah, that is fantastic. Yeah, and, just and the have approach a that, celebratory time. Yeah, yeah. And the approach that you know, we've sort of been adding to it, and it was done with the HTA, HTGA, I don't know yeah. what. HTGA. I'm dyslexic, and once yeah, it yeah. leaves, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> one of the things that happened with the HTGA group is they had a few people who said, well, I just don't have transportation. They're like, no problem, I'll pick you up. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and exactly. because you're going out to do something, it was a really positive night and all that type right. stuff. And this group had several people who were concerned that their IDs may be challenged or things like that. And we just made sure that there were people around mm-hmm. that um, if they were challenged, it wouldn't last very long. That's right. <laughs> <You know>? mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing what happens when you have a handful of judges standing around. Yeah. yeah. I, I was texting family members today, making sure that they uh, were registered. I mean, not my cousins, not the Trump, you know, like, like the, the Trumpers. <laughs> They're the, going to have to get like, it in their calendar yeah. by themselves. I, I, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, yeah. you know. Don't uh, remind early them. Early voting starts uh, the, 2019. Yeah. <laughs> in, in February, in February. Well, and yeah, last last night I was, I was talking to one judge who is a sitting judge who knows that in oh the past gosh. we have done yeah. like the groups. And she's like, you know, let me know when the groups are and that you're going to have get together like at West Gray and I'll, you know, yeah. be available and, and around. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I always like to hang out around the yeah. political stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, if it's our groups, you know, mm-hmm. you can have something to eat with us. And mm-hmm. she said, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Now, th- this is, you know, a, a district court judge mm-hmm. who yeah. on her own says, you know, I'll make sure this doesn't happen. And it, yeah. it's interesting what that a judge a really can do. Yes. And, yeah. and, you know, People are like, oh, you can't do this or this or this. And they're like, you know, I'm a district Mm -hmm. court judge. I'm about to start to write orders. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know, I signed this piece of paper and you have a problem. Yep, yep. (laughs) And and, and they do. I mean, (laughs) presence. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, once again, and it's Houston. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, uh, you know, again, I think because we covered the topic, you know, like, surviving trump and trumpism and all that kind of stuff and i think one of the things that we came to is look you know think local think Mm -hmm. local Mm -hmm. like get involved run for something Mm -hmm. register fucking Mm -hmm. vote 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 no matter what vote and you know if you want to help out with political campaigns if you want to just you know, start a support group or mm-hmm. something. Get involved with your local community yeah. and do something. And Don't unplug, sit in front of your TV. Don't wallow. Check in with people. You know, the way you make the world mm-hmm. better for yourself and others is by getting involved. And it's fun. It is mm-hmm. fun. Well, it's it, it, at least it's fun for the stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I, if, if yeah. it's not fun, don't do it. But yeah, it is, exactly. There's a lot of stuff that's fun. You know, like one of the things that's interesting is that. A lot of the people who totally hate you mm-hmm. just because of who you are, if they're politicians, they still want your vote. Uh-huh. Right. They, right. They, they may be worried that they'll lose other votes if they come out, but they honestly do want your mm-hmm. vote. Mm-hmm. And frequently, they're much more flexible about talking with you, et cetera, when they're running for office. And then sometimes they're scratching their head trying to figure out why they hate you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it, it's always interesting when you see that happening and they're like, yeah, well, you're one of these people that I sort of 
campaigned against. Like, absolutely. What, you know, and what is that saying? The best revenge is living well. You know, part of living well is mm-hmm. giving back and in a way that is inclusive of myself. That is yep. not always giving, give, 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 but give in a way that is supportive of myself. And part of that looks like, you know, God damn. So sometimes with the news, it's just... I can feel like I'm being crushed under a love, uh, like a ton of bad national yeah. news. Yeah. But even when hell was raining down upon Houston, literally, <laughs> you know, it was like starting to look even up. when like that Noah's was Ark. going on. Yeah. What did yeah. what did this we do? This is a little do? apocalyptic. What did yeah. we do? What did we do? Planet right here eights. in this room, five yeah. days and four nights. You know, yeah. it just rained. What What did yeah. we do? It was about two a.m. and we were all in line together, and we said, "This is bad." And we said, "Yeah, this is really bad." And we said. Let's start a fund. Exactly. You know, and exactly. and then uh, and then a so- few hours later, uh, we had to book some interviews to get the <laughs> we had to get the word out. Yeah. And, yeah. and we weren't sleeping because who can sleep during a time like this? Yeah, not, exactly. not any of us at this table. And I get I get this message saying, uh, Robin, you're gonna have to manage any interviews, any social media. <laughs> Because I'm currently being flooded by Kristen, and then uh, and Alexis is dealing with the server, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think my, our first interview was like, fell in. yeah. <laughs> but it gave us something to do, absolutely. You know? and, and at the same time, some of the other groups that we work with, our uh, activist groups, yeah. did the quick switch. By the way, physically sitting over here for a big part of it, of directing all the activists to go volunteer and uh-huh. keep mm-hmm. people safe and do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, this was hundreds of people. Yeah. And it just it's sort of like, fine, we're doing yep. this. Here we go. Yeah. And yeah. political disasters are no different. No different. I mean, so if we can be like looking at our, you know, for me, my roof is literally coming in. Water is pouring down into my, you know, can I stop it? Can I do anything about it? No, I can't. But what I can do is I can do something productive mm-hmm. and can turn my nervous energy mm-hmm. into right. something useful. Right, right. I was sitting on the highest ground of Houston, as it turns out. And, uh, and you know, and I have a high click rate on my social media page. And I realized that, shocker, a lot of our community doesn't watch the news anymore. Because <laughs> they've lied a few times, you know, during well, that whole Katrina Rita's. But it, I mean, you know, it's like everything, right? Like, we don't believe them from a while ago. Forget about the special and, session and, that we had just gotten out of. But that, they just literally don't turn it on. Yeah, and, and, the, and a lot of the news weathermen mm-hmm. were sort of either the, oh, don't worry about it, nothing's going to happen. Or there was one of those. And the rest of them were like, oh, it's the apocalypse. There won't be any of Houston uh, left yes. afterwards group almost. Well, and I really hope that they've learned like how to prepare people during these times. Because, I, I mean, it was evolving as the, as the clock was going on, you know. Uh, yeah. and, and then we had know, Jeff, who's like, just telling just, you the facts. Just, here we are. You know, up for just, 48 just, hours straight. Yeah. Not going to have the energy to lie to you. Here's you know, the and we you had know. Jeff at the Unity Banquet. Uh, yes, got Jeff an got an award. Oh, yeah, speaking, because speaking. he kept us above water. Like, oh my God, this isn't an endorsement, but Jesus, go with the team that won. Like, well, speaking of the Unity Banquet, didn't we just have the Unity Banquet? We did, and it was the best one we've ever had It was really opinion. beautiful. There was like, I heard that it was much smaller. There was like only 40 people. 
people. Is that right? No. From our third it's people? the largest from, we've ever from had. From somebody who oh, wasn't there. It's <laughs> the largest that yeah, we've ever yeah, we, had. Yeah, we had seats for oh. 260 people, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, we we mm-hmm. sold like 280 seats. Oh, But that's okay. okay. We, we knew right, some people right. wouldn't show up. And besides mm-hmm. that, the staff all said, I can stand. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, yep. and, and that was universal. There wasn't any asking, but everybody's like, I can stand five mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I heard that uh, the president, uh, like someone running for the president of a nation came yes. and spoke. Yes. yes. Trudy, Trudy Jackson. Trudy Jackson. And Trudy Jackson is a Navajo. She's running for the president of the Navajo nation. <laughs> and, and whether she's running or did run and is running again i'm not sure it was <laughs> i wasn't you know i wasn't exactly sure where i it just was, thought it has. was really interesting that yeah. we got the someone running for president of a nation yeah you know come and speak to us we don't really hear a lot of indigenous uh narrative mm-hmm. out to the mm-hmm. masses you know mm-hmm. uh, and so it was, a, it was a pleasure having her here um and then we'll i think we'll be sharing that like we share a lot of our absolutely speeches. we have a video mm-hmm. i just need to get to work and it'll share just some it'll just and... take a minute but um so she was one of our keen our, our speakers i say keynote but as speakers and then uh shane uh Wally. Wally was, uh, was, was great. from Austin and just really, really great. Yeah, I mean, really Tr- great. Trudy had a lot of seriousness and a lot of topics that mm. I've heard from a lot of people and, mm-hmm. and quite a few of the non-trans people mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. said they just never knew that a lot of the stuff she was talking about existed. Like, yeah. um, she's a fifth gender person. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And don't ask me to explain it. I have to go back and look at the stuff again. Okay. <laughs> um, and... You know, it, it it's a very accepted gender with with her tribes and things and, and that. And she has a lot of other different views that don't conflict with ours at all. Mm-hmm. But but it was quite interesting. Then Shane was totally entertaining. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shane, Shane's take on a lot of this stuff was just hilarious. Uh, Shane comes out with this very colorful umbrella. Yes. <laughs> yes. Shane asked if... Uh, if, if uh, our speakers have ever had props or if they could bring props. And so I was like, um, okay. okay. And they said, well, we have a, they, uh, we have an umbrella I want to use. And okay. I was like, okay. And it was a beach umbrella. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and essentially the gist of it was that when talking about the transgender umbrella, Shane's like, I don't want one of those dull ones. I want one that I'm laying out in the beach in the sand. You know, I'm on the beach and yeah. laying out on the sand and this sort of like cool and good positive experience umbrella. Right. Like, let go of the inner fighting let go um, of the mm-hmm. lack conscience let go of the survivor politics that we all do uh-huh. and get abundant and get under the same beach umbrella and enjoy your life you know like mm-hmm. let's move forward together there's been some serious things that have not felt great and did not go well and also we can move forward right so it was mm-hmm. it was really yeah. well delivered and uh uh z had the room you know? yeah yeah and that, that reminds me, there's this, uh, you know, if, if, if anyone takes like intro to psychology classes at some point, mm-hmm. uh, it seems like, cause I've wound up taking like three of those same classes at der- different times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and two of those classes showed the same stupid film from probably the sixties and what it is they're they're I guess that it's supposed to talk about how uh, stress and pressure affects groups. And what they have is a group of mice in a cage and the cage is electrified. Oh, I've heard and of this. when the cage, when they can't get out of uh-huh. the electric electrified 
you know, like four or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, inevitably they start attacking each other. Mm. And I think that's one of the things, and I've noticed that that can sometimes be true in in certain communities. I've not seen it so much here in the Houston area as compared to like the West Coast or something. This is where people like Ted Cruz are valuable. We have someone else to attack. (laughs) There's a boogeyman. He's right there. Like... Look at that nose. That's him. Right. If you want an enemy, it's not yeah. each other. We, we can it's, give you a list and you'll agree with guy. us when you look yeah. at them. See yeah. that plastic face? That's him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that so, is very helpful. Yeah. Um, I mean, so instead of like attacking each other and uh, going after each other for our various iterations of differences and whatever, because we are all different, um, the, you know, being able to take that energy, like I was talking about, taking that energy and do something good with it, mm-hmm. vote, mm-hmm. register, work yeah. with, other, with candidates, work with people in your community, get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, if you notice there are a lot of people in your community mm-hmm. that's going without food, you can open up a food pantry. You can do all kinds of interesting yeah. things. Start a yeah, yeah, start a potluck. Everyone you know. brings their Tupperware. Exactly, yeah. exactly. There are all kinds of fun ideas that um, inspire community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever you get down to it, that's kind of one of the core things about what we do as TFA, you know. That, that's what we do. And sometimes you're just, you know, not your 100% perfect sparkly times. And, no. you know, we had uh, one of our speakers was um, uh, from PFLAG. And PFLAG is celebrating their 40th year anniversary for their Houston chapter. Mm. And um, the... So a new organization. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the, like us, just totally yeah. never been around for yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. One of the mama bears, we call them mama bears, uh, <laughs> uh, mother of a trans daughter, a black trans daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It was great to have her speak. And what was even better, in my opinion, and you know, you just see these things unravel over time is her daughter has facilitated our HTGA group and she's, she's, she's in school for, uh, becoming some sort of doctor. I Mm -hmm. mean, she's, she's very successful. She, you know, even has time to give back to others as a, as a black trans daughter supported by a black trans mother. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, the daddy bear doesn't usually come out very much, but he came to the unity banquet and and he really enjoyed himself. And, um, and that's, that's beautiful. So, it was neat to see how, um, you know, we don't org fight. Like mm-hmm. if, if we can mesh our missions and grow together, they can really start to be and, cohesive. Does and that sometimes sense? it's hard not to because right, of we, course, of course. we are attacked frequently. Yes, <laughs> and, yes. And, you know, and I'm, I'm sort of generally of the opinion first off that, oh, we've got to respond and retaliate. And then other people are like, why? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a really good question. Yeah. And, yeah. and then every now and then yeah. I get to do the, uh, 
why do we need to do I that? I mean, I've, cert- I've certainly made my own phone calls asking, like, um, are these problems so big that we can shut that org down? And, and, if, and if it's not, then I don't want to talk badly about them because I don't want their job. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there's still a community in need, uh-huh. and so they have to be doing, like, a really Honestly, crappy job the, to shut the them down. The only kind of orgs that I care about talking shit about and running down and all that stuff are, like, you know, Pacific Justice Institute or Alliance Defending Freedom yeah. or Focus the on the Family enemy. or yeah. something but like the that. The real enemy. But those people like to send you such nice letters. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. Yes, the cease and desist letters. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you guys laugh at that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, for some strange reason, when you mention, like, I'd love to do discovery. <laughs> Like, let's go dig through your Oops. records. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we're not so interested yeah. in this anymore. Yeah, you know, back to the Unity Banquet for a minute. You know, one of the things that we've noticed over the years is the Unity Banquets, we don't come up with a theme. You know, a lot of mm. people are like, okay, this year's banquet theme is. We don't. It wouldn't work anyway. Right. I mean, we don't script our speakers. We don't script Life the... is not scripted. No. That's right. And, and if you give someone a mic... <laughs> <laughs> Away we go. It is your misconception that they're going to keep on pace. Yeah, it's like, out of your hands at that point. And, yeah. and, and you know, exactly. And, and you know, the... The few, the ones that are the most scripted turn out to be the least predictable. Yes, mm-hmm. and, yes. And so, you know, we allow people to speak when we sure. give someone an award. We don't sure. know what they're going to say afterwards. <laughs> and, and, you know, sometimes it, you perhaps wish they didn't say it the way they said it. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of some of your speakers, they, you may wish, they might wish that too. I mean, might. public but, speaking is not for you, everyone. But you know what? We <laughs> In just, all fairness, we just deal with it and go on. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that, so, so you know, this year's Unity Banquet, I was sitting there, sort of listening to the speakers, and one of the things that one of our first speakers uh-huh. talked about was that, um, you know, that this people need to understand that this is normal that this is not abnormal it's it's the way the world is and and you know their kids and like this uh need to understand that and we need to work to make it more of a normal thing so that it's just not a problem of any sort it's it's simply mm-hmm. normal but our they next just have speaker, regular kids yeah they're just kids they're just kids our next speaker is talking about how we needed to normalize lots of things uh-huh. Our third speaker is talking yeah. about, mm-hmm. we, you know, and Shane's talking about normalizing this. Uh-huh. And this mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, our award recipients are talking about how one of the nicest things in one case is that in this room, being GOBT is normal. Mm-hmm. It's the, you know, outliers that aren't normal in this room. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this was just all night. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I guess our theme is that we need to start normalizing uh, our community and thinking about it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean... There's a lot of people who will not be comfortable if it gets to the point where no one cares that we're trans. Yeah, I get uh, that. I mean, yeah, the, there's haters that will be uncomfortable, but there are a few, you know. But also, like, fighters, too, you know. I mean, come yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. come on. There, Even I, the really good people that are on the front lines, you like, know, they're, they're, are, what are they going to do when they don't have anything they, to fight up against hey, anymore? You know, my goal for this like, organization will they go with Shane on the beach? we do such a great job that there is no need for this organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, That's and, my purpose. And, and the key is you morph the organization at that point. Yeah, and, we do the March of Dimes. Yeah. <laughs> Except we do the March of Dimes before we get there. 
Because that didn't work out very well. Mother's yeah. March is not a great organization. <laughs> but, but, you know, but, but that's the whole thing. And, mm-hmm. and to some degree, we were approaching that point. And I know a lot of people will disagree, but the fact that you can actually catalog the number of negative laws that are out there that, you know, might affect you, that's pretty good because you normally, yeah. for, for years, there's no way there were just so many of them. It's like, yeah, another one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and the fact that you have list of the politicians who support you, list of the politicians who don't, and list of the politicians who are sort of in the middle. Once again. You could work with that. That means it's an issue. It's something mm-hmm. you can work with. If you go back 20 years, we didn't know that. That's right. right. It, it's like everybody right. was too afraid to touch anything. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, there, there's lots of that. But I found it really interesting that normalization of who we are and, you know, all of the gender slash gender identity, gender variant, various things, if mm-hmm. you will. And that mm-hmm. doesn't mean individuals, but, but all of those categories seem to be the theme. Mm-hmm. And I'm well, like, yeah. that sort of works for me. Well, hey, folks, I want to take a quick break and remind you of a couple of things. And when we come back, I want to talk about this new thing that we're talking about that we've been we've been uh, talking about setting up this thing, this like some sort of a research center or something. So I think right it's more back. like a think tank, but we'll talk about that. All right. If you're trans, intersex, or genderqueer, and are a victim of a disaster, we can help with our Trans Disaster Relief Fund. And if you're going to college, university, or trade school, you can apply for one of our scholarships. Located in Houston, Texas, we hold weekly support group meetings and run the only community-owned transgender archive that's open to the public. If you'd like to learn more about any of this, just go to transadvocate.com. And we're back. So... Alexis. I forgot all about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I understand that there's this thing called the Center for Gender Research and Policy that we're doing. Absolutely. And we were planning on starting this and rolling it out in second quarter of next year, but we got ahead of ourselves. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like the whole thing with the trans uh, disaster relief fund. Yeah, it's it like, just, well, it's, it we're further than we thought, we're just going to do it. <laughs> yep. and, and, and what we're really looking at and what we, we have established with, under TFA is uh, Center for Gender Research and Policy. The idea is that, one, public policy needs to start being based a whole lot more on science, research, and facts uh-huh. rather than a lot of fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, fears and fiction are never the best thing to make laws with. Uh, right. And we've said this for <laughs> we've said this for a long time. In addition, TFA over the years has a lot of experience with assisting with research and assisting with research subject. We have quite a few researchers in various gender areas that have worked with us that since we haven't had a location and we've been focusing a little bit differently, uh, we haven't been as active, but they're still contacting us and those sorts of things. And so we, we want to reactivate that. And we want to take the approach of saying that to the extent we can, uh, we will identify research that needs to be done mm-hmm. or research literature researches, et cetera, and, and, you know, perhaps we'll be involving some interns and things like that in it so that we can get good, solid information. Now, we have the Transgender Archives, which is a very, very good research information source. It's been used mm-hmm. a lot by uh, various researchers in this area. Certainly, so that, I, a couple of papers I've written and had published are based on the archive. Right, and 
we have stacks of thesis that we're, we're done on those. And you look at it, you're like, I'm not reading that. And, and you know. Get you a twitchy eye. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, yeah, Ooh, it's four inches thick. And do I really want a four inch thick linguistics thesis to read tonight? No, I don't think so. And, and I don't trust that it won't switch languages in the middle of knowing the person. <laughs> But, Am but, I dreaming or did the language change? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I suddenly don't understand what these scribbles mean. You know? But so, so you know, we, we've had that and, and that's been a little bit more dormant and we want to activate it because what we really want to start doing is doing more of a think tank, um, policy papers, those sorts of things. But mm-hmm. we don't want them just based purely on our random guesses Opinions. that you know came up came to us in a dream right. or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean we, our, we want some our weird creeper research <laughs> <laughs> right. and, and so you know it, it's like okay uh we need to basically do a think tank slash policy yeah. mm-hmm. uh, institute or something like that and that's what we're doing uh website is coming up as we speak mm-hmm. <laughs> the the purpose of it i don't like it exactly I, I you know i need to reword it to some degree and the first thing that we're working on and, and the reason it started coming up earlier is that we're looking at various uh, politicians and pairs of races mm-hmm. and though you know being a 501c3 we certainly cannot lobby or endorse yeah, candidates we're not going to endorse what, what we're going to be talking about is facts related to the candidate and how it relates to what we believe to be the policies that transgender the transgender community uh, is interested in exactly and, and those things so we put together a list of issues well, and people will and be allowed be, to come in to, to be you know very clear it would be you know uh the trans community the intersex community gender queer community absolutely mm-hmm. and and so we we do have a set of issues um mm-hmm. They're probably going to be published once we get our website up and they'll go out there. Then we're, we're working actively on evaluating pairs of candidates. Uh, yep. We're trying to do all the senatorial races. We're doing a lot of races in Texas because we have a lot of the information on those candidates. Mm-hmm. And we're inviting people that might want to to participate and letting us know about their local candidates, et cetera. And mm-hmm. we will be putting together some policy boards mm-hmm. that uh, probably won't all be trans people. I mean, and and let's be honest here. I mean, let's be clear. We really do need good evidence-based policy around issues of gender. I mean, really, like Title IX issues uh, come up in the news all the time. And sometimes, you know, maybe is there some best policy practices there? And and there's some very skewed information out there that... We don't believe, but we also don't really have any way to strongly refute it. Exactly. And, you know, whenever it comes down to, you know, the politics of bathroom policy, how does that, uh, you know, in an evidence-based way affect trans people, especially trans children? What does it do to a trans, you know, trans kids to be characterized as possible predators in schools? You know, what the fuck? And if there's but, if there's no one working on a sociology doctorate that would would like to do that, then uh, you know we just give up. I mean, there, <laughs> it's but like there's so many policy questions and research right. questions that are floating around right now that we need answer today <laughs> that we don't have. Well, you know, and, and you know we don't have money where we can fund just all sorts of research At, projects, but we may be able to raise some. And 
we have a lot of resources and access to a lot of resources. Yes, and and historically, part of the problem is historically, where the research fund funding has been has been localized and very focused on HIV prevention, uh, PrEP usage, uh, STI, sexually transmitted infection research, housing, you know, homeless counts, homeless studies, those kinds of things. But these specific policy questions and having the evidence to support good research, evidence-based support, supported policy just really hasn't been there. Well, and those are important. Some of them are becoming less important because there has been enough research so we know what's going on and mm-hmm. it, it's improving. Yes. Uh, and, and that's all a good thing. On the other hand, just general gender-related policies are sort of made by people arguing it out with, with no real facts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, mean, rem- I remember one of our speakers at the banquet a long time ago, and I don't know if this was a planned speaker. I, I, it didn't seem intentional from a, a participant standpoint. I was a, I was a, a person at a table. I was a, a guest at the banquet, and I remember him talking from D.C., and he was fumbling, uh, not so great. I don't think he was uh, someone that we loved necessarily, but he's from D.C. And, and he was talking about that, like how policy, when people finally get together and make the time and try to look at verbiage, a lot of times if they don't have words for things, they go mm-hmm. upon common agreement, you mm-hmm. know, especially if they don't understand something. And so... Uh, and if we don't have a seat at the table, when that common agreement comes up, we aren't included. Or right. research, like you're yeah, saying. If we have and, research, then they and, have something to go on. And oftentimes you never know who's being inspired to what at the Unity Banquet. But, I mean, Mr. Fumbly, uh, let's say, <laughs> I don't think he was a friend of ours. But <laughs> but he, he, inspired, he inspired me because what he said was, is like in that moment, if you do get people together to write policy and they don't know what to put, that's where we could have an access point mm-hmm. if we have common <clears throat> agreement. And we also have not, in my opinion, been using our access to the various universities around here and other places as as well as we could. Mm -hmm. And this gives some place to focus it. Now, what that's going to lead to very quickly is we're going to have to start looking for funding for a physical location because Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that we would like to do needs a physical location. We know that. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, it's not only the archive that has lots of value for research and policy. Um, But we've been doing something kind of pretty quietly behind the scenes for the last, what is it, four years with the uh, TDOR database? Yes. So folks might remember that there was an organization that was like making a big splash. Oh, I don't know, three, four years ago with tracking uh, hate crimes among trans people. Um, we uh, it, it was like violence against trans people or something. But uh, for the past several years, we have been collecting um, tr- instances of trans death and violence, uh, very, very detailed records, um, um, on a worldwide basis, um, and I don't know that there exists something that detailed anywhere around right now. No, and I don't remember whether it's six or seven years that we have the detail mm. for. 
And then there's a possibility we'll get some of the older records, which may not be as detailed, but it's just more information. Right. And the database is something that we can give people access to. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not generally available other than just looking things up. And you can go in and, and look up year by year. Yeah, you can. And I've seen some of the, you know, you, so Moni was able to produce some graphs and charts and, and types of crime and statistical analyses and some kind of, you know, some really interesting information that I've seen pulled out of her database. And, and those are, that's some of the other stuff that we've looked and, at. And I say her database because she built it. This is not, this is like stuff that you guys put together because you programmed it and, you know, yeah, this Mo is. Money, money did the programming. It, it's a, you know, custom SQL database system mm -hmm. that, that's made to purpose, et cetera. It also lets us, uh, if, if somebody someplace wants to use our DOR data for their DOR um, events, then we can set them up and they get the ability to flag which people they want to include. And mm -hmm. then if they want to add people to the database, they can add people to the database. And everyone selects based on their own criteria who they want to include and what types of situations. Um, so it, it, does, it doesn't affect anyone else. What we're actually up for is to make sure that we collect as much data as possible in as detailed a, a, a level as possible. Mm -hmm. And we're just saving it because that's something that I, I truly believe there will be some people who would really like to do some research based on it and trends and those things. Right, but for uh, you know various places that are having their DOR, uh, TDOR event, uh, you know, you can go in there and add your information and just download a printable booklet with all the names and information and uh, printable ribbons, to, you know, with each person's name that you can hand out and uh, cards, you know, to read the names and a, uh, what is it? some sort of a PowerPoint presentation with all the names and the right. pictures and, and just basically you plug in your organization's name and you can just download all of that stuff ready-made. And to do that, you need to contact us because we have to set you up. We don't make it just generally available because this is information that's out there, but it's pretty sensitive and, and it, it's pretty heavy information because these are all people who were killed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and this is like deep, heavy work. It's it's not, it's not like whenever I get into researching something, it's usually about something inane like a word or a theory or something like this. And and for a number of years, I was really the one behind our local TDOR collecting names and stuff and. Man, that is just such a heavy process, and and it's just, you know, oh my gosh, it's it's almost crushing, mm -hmm. and the fact that we're able to have people from various, I mean, we've got Brazil involved now, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I adding. Think Moni can train people from afar, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. If, if they wanted to help mm -hmm. out from afar, mm -hmm. if you feel mm -hmm. called to do that. Honoring so, the names. So being the able to, you know, kind of pull on the community to gather this information into a database that, um, you know, tracks all of this stuff mm -hmm. um, and, and the, and the uh, violence trends that are happening throughout yep. the world um, for years, that's yeah. really powerful information. Yeah. 
it, and it's real and that's just one aspect yeah. of, of the I, things that we're doing. I'm going to say it's real information, and you know the the. The more I sit here, the more there's all sorts of things we've either done or are doing and sure. research that's been done via us providing subjects or via us mm-hmm. providing access to various things. And we we really need to start centralizing that and making yeah. that more accessible to people plus stimulating and and facilitating research that needs to be done. Yes. Uh, and exactly how we do that. Don't know. We never know when we start. <laughs> It just sort of, you know, we, we, we don't close off any avenues on, on various things, but uh, it, it tends to work out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I guess it's about time for us to wrap up. Before we go, I do want to let people know that I was talking to the UK folks. Uh, stuff there is, you know, just just as funky as it is here in America, if not worse. You know, they've got lots of stuff going on in the press. Very, very very hostile press right now um and the uk trans advocate is just about done and there's a program you know that we will probably be announcing next next podcast or the podcast following um you know to address some things that are going on but um i want to say when you say about done you mean initiated and through the initial stages yeah, not, not finished like it's going to go away exactly <laughs> uh like uh you know so uh the individual who's putting uh the site together uh you know the site is together they they've gone through the process of getting some articles up so it's getting uh, ready to and, launch. and writers and all of that kind of stuff well, yes exactly it, it sort of launched as this is going i think because mm-hmm. i think it's accessible yeah it, it is accessible I saw their if you page. know the url which i'm not going to give out right now <laughs> but um it, it it you know whenever they get ready to launch we will certainly you know put that all that so, in, uh, so, information out so i there. wasn't supposed to be able to no. get to it by clicking the link no. on trans advocate no <laughs> <laughs> oh okay well i won't say uh, that then so um yeah so um i wanted to say all of this stuff this podcast these websites these various things that we're doing um, a lot of that happens because some of you some some small percentage of our listeners decide you know this is worth a buck a month Mm -hmm. or this is worth five bucks a month you know Mm -hmm. this is worth one starbucks coffee Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and for those people who support all of this stuff, man, I really, really Just appreciate thank it. You. Thank um, you. You know, I, I, I was at a um, queer media festival. Well, not a festival. It's like a convening thing, a symposium. And uh, was talking to some, uh, some, some folks who were um, wanting to write for the Trans Advocate. Mm-hmm. And it was really awesome to be able to say instead of, yeah, we can we can totally you can write for us and everything and we will pay you in gratitude. You know, you can take that down to the yeah. store and buy your food with it, right? 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 You know. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, not that we can not that we are like, you know, we can pay, you know, big bucks or anything, but the fact that we Something. can compensate some of the writers that uh, you know, spend hours and hours mm-hmm. working on a story. Um, is is because people step up and support uh, the trans advocate via Patreon. 
Um, so I want to thank all of you people uh, out there who do support us. I, I really very much and very deeply thank you for that. Um, and all of you people who have registered to vote and are excited about the upcoming election and uh, are looking forward to voting, a huge thank you to you and those people who are going out and making kind of a day of it, doing a group event of like going out yeah. as a group to vote, man, you are awesome. Yeah. So awesome. Um, so any, y'all have anything else? I liked the, um, uptick in Brazil. You know, we mm-hmm. talked about, uh, some of the DOR stuff and, and some of our partnerships, but it was inspiring to see some of the people running for, uh, their offices. Yeah. Are, yeah. 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 Like, absolutely. Uh, yeah. There's, I mean, uh, that's a big dozens miracle. of trans people yeah. in Brazil running for yeah. office. And, and, you know, I have no idea how many of them will get elected. But well, that inspiring. can make such a huge difference yeah. if even yes. a few of them yeah. do. It's a big but, deal. But again, it, that's that's kind of the theme mm-hmm. that we've been talking about. It's, yeah, we were you know, sitting around yeah. talking about DOR and their numbers of, of hate crimes are mm-hmm. way larger than ours and it's horrible. And I think finally I just said, well, can't we do anything about it? Can't they have their trans advocate or something? And you're like... Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Next thing I know, you both of you are having meetings with them, and like, you know, like oh but yeah. And that, I think and I think I think that happened. bridge started because uh, one of the people were a writer, right? Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Well, so. and, and and you know, <laughs> oh yeah, they're, 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 they're doing a whole lot. I have no idea what they're really saying because it's all in Portuguese. Portuguese but, yes. <laughs> and Trans- let them talk. You know, <laughs> Google Translate works really well. I think. <laughs> yeah, and the UK people, I've noticed that they talk real funny they spelled color c-o-l-o-u-r what the hell is that oh, i don't boy. know but i wish we had more oh, use boy. for aluminium oh, <laughs> aluminium <laughs> coming together in different ways uh, yeah so yeah. hey are we going to be back next week yep i hope so okay i hope so too and I, I, I know you dear listeners have missed us for a few weeks now we are back Thanks for your love. um we've had you know lots of stuff going on we were People off being of flaky town. what can i say <laughs> lots of you know the the banquet all kinds of stuff but we are back we are back with a purpose ish well, and, and and one of those we we got too enamored with watching a horrible oh, yeah, hearing. Yeah, <laughs> we're not talking true. about that dude anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck that dude. <laughs> the, the, the one that we aren't talking about. You yeah. two showed up for a podcast and you're you like, we've got to watch this named. Yeah. Well, you, you kept waiting for the punchline. Right. And then what we didn't know was the punchline was going to be way later. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now we're so, waiting for the second no, punchline, no, which may have no, already happened. No, we're not talking about him. <laughs> fuck him. That, that's no okay. Space, you, you can no edit space. all of that out. So, no space. Anyway, we will catch you next week. Thank you again for joining us for another Trans Advocate Podcast. Take care. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Trans Advocate Podcast. We are a project of the Transgender Foundation of America, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Your support makes what we do possible. Resistance means nothing without supporting elected officials who won't attack trans, intersex, and queer children in our schools. They can't vote, so you're going to have to do it for them. If you live in the U.S. and are not registered to vote, we can help you with that at our site. Register and vote, no matter what. 
The Trans Advocate Podcast was produced by Kristen Williams. All rights reserved. The Trans Advocate is a project of the Transgender Foundation of America, a 501c3 nonprofit. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the Trans Advocate or the Transgender Foundation of America. It's my paranoia. Uh huh. Okay. See, I wasn't going to leave until I was recording. So, y'all, when you talk about me, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Just that's, that's a okay." Second. I already recorded the first fifteen minutes. Well, Don't worry okay. about it. I played all three parts. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the fact the voice just sounds so. Much.